The views and opinions expressed by guests on this program are not necessarily the views of Thinking Bigger Business Media, Inc. or its employees. Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now, here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Our guest today is Miranda Coggins. She is the founder of the Lano Company, and she has some really exciting news to share. And, and we're just so excited that after being a 25 under 25 winner and being on our cover a couple of years ago, the cover of Thinking Bigger Business Magazine, that she's here today to talk with us about her experience, well, the Lano Company's experience on The Profit. It was the episode that featured the Lano Company aired earlier this week. And she's here today to talk with us about that experience, how it's changed the Lano Company and where it goes from there. So welcome to the show today, Miranda. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited for you, as I said, and I keep calling you the Lano Company. You have morphed from that, we now understand, as of last night's show. But uh, let's first talk about the Lano Company. You founded that on your stovetop. Tell us about why you started it to begin with and, and what it does. Well, I started on my stove literally 10 years ago. Well, my daughter's now 11, but while breastfeeding her, Obviously, women sometimes struggle with, with chapped nipples, and, and they're prescribed lanolin. So I put the excess of the lanolin on my lips, and they were healed for the first time in 30 years. So I started looking for a lanolin-based lip balm because I was one of those people that carried around chapstick or Burt's Bees or whatever I could find. Nothing ever worked. And they were healed for the first time in 30 years. So I'm like, there's got to be a lanolin-based product. And I came to find out that there wasn't one and decided to create one on my stove. My husband says it's the only time that stove's ever been turned on, literally. (laughs) (laughs) But I took pictures of it because I literally poured a glass of wine and and made lip balm and started sharing with friends and family. And that's how the whole company started 10 years ago. From that initial product, though, you expanded into several other types of products and really became uh, a full-scale cosmetics company and all the accessories that go along with that, right? Yeah, we really did. Really kind of what got us going was we took the same formula and we decided to put colorant in it and we put it in a lip gloss that has a light and a mirror in it. And that Mm kind of blew up the whole company. We knew that if we got people to try the product the first time that they would fall in love with it, and that's what happened. So I really think that people would buy it the first time for the gimmick, and then they would buy it again and again because they just love the product. And that leads me to you had a viable product. Actually, you had several products. As I remember from the the profit, there were three products that were making up about 75% of your business. It was the lighted lip gloss mm-hmm. with the mirror that you just described. It was the brushes, and then it was, what was the third thing? So we have some eyeshadow compacts as well. Okay, so that was another 25%. And then the original lanolin was about 3%. Yeah, not a whole lot. Well, and on, and honestly, and one thing that they didn't show a whole lot of the on the show was it's really hard to make a million dollars when you're making 30 cents a lip gloss or lip balm, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so I think that for us, obviously, I mean, we went where the money was. And for the, he, he kind of made fun of the brushes, but our brushes is a travel set with 12 brushes in it. We sell a lot of brushes because they're great. They're great quality. People can throw them in their bag 
along with some lip pencils. And, I mean, we're doing very well with the brushes. There's 12 cosmetic brushes, and we retail them for between $50 and $60 for 12 mm-hmm. professional brushes. So we sell right. a lot of them. And so, so those were making up the biggest part of your your profit, and you were pro or you are profitable. Very profitable. Business ten years. Um, you're making, I believe, not profit, but you're making uh, in total revenues around three million dollars. By all accounts, I mean most of us sitting back here would say, "Wow, you've got a good thing going." What are you worried about? Why did you turn to the profit? Why did you decide to contact the show? You know, honestly, it was um, it was back in um, last fall when I contacted the show. Glam, which is our our line that we originally produced in order to put into what we call big box, let's say your Targets or Walgreens, and it just never got off the ground. And it was not, I think he made fun of the zebra print, but there's a lot of people out there that do like it. But at the same time, we just didn't have um, enough time to dedicate to both of the brands. And so... I kind of, you know, I kind of put my feelers out there based on, hey, let's get let's get glam off of the ground and get it out there to the masses because it's still it's still a, a great product, but maybe it was a little bit dated. And to be in his defense, I just didn't have enough time that I ever marketed to the whole line. You can't do everything. Somebody once said, you can't chase two rabbits. A fox that chases two rabbits never catches either one. And I was one of those people, so. Yeah, uh, and, and it was really obvious. Like you said, he fell in love with the idea of the original lanolin-based product that healed something. Right. That, that, that did good for people, and then he wasn't he wasn't so enamored with all the offshoots. And now, can you, can you tell us what the result of being on this show has been? Well, so it, it was a daunting undertask, but he, he literally gave us two weeks to come up with like 14 new products, which they didn't show all of that online. And he also wanted me to come up with new packaging, new products. And um, I had one of my formulators, uh, which is Rita, out of um, Chicago, who really partnered with me very well and was able to formulate like 14 lanolin-based products so that everything had um, lanolin in them, including eye serum. Um, we had already had several really great products, which they're online right now, anti-aging, um, hand lotion, all these that are very, very good products. So he really wanted everything that we had to have lanolin in them, which I had kind of lost my way. I will tell you that that was, um, that they didn't really show a whole lot was that the whole reason I started the company was because I chronically chapped lips. And I do believe that lanolin is a key ingredient that is not being sourced right now. It's not really being utilized. So he, he was excited about that, and, and he encouraged you, as you said, to come up with new products. And you did in a very short time with yep. new packaging. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and, and, and right now we're, we're testing the packaging. Packaging can take, you know, anywhere from 90 to, to 180 days just to be able to get it over here. Once it's printed, we want to make sure that all the formulas are tested. We have some that are absolutely you know, ready to go. And we have some that we're still making sure that they are hundred percent before we put them out there, but they kind of left it a little bit up in the air. And actually his goal is to do 100% pure Lano. And that is our, our new brand that he wants us to rebrand under. He kind of wants us to get rid of glam and we're going to rebrand under pure Lano, but everything's going to be very, very naturally based as well as include lanolin. And so it's going to be that hub and spoke model so, and everything's going to have lanolin in it. Right, yeah. With lanolin being the center of, of the hub and then all the spokes coming out of it being the products containing right. that lanolin. They did a very nice graphic of that on the right. on the show. Now, 
when you talk about uh, he wants you to do this, he wants you that, one of the things that uh, we didn't mention is that he invested. He made you an offer, and originally you were a little hesitant, it seemed like, and then, then he modified, or you counter-offered, and, and he modified that a bit, and, and then you accepted. But one of the big things, take, take the money aside, one of the big things that he mentioned is that he, as now part owner, he was going to be in charge, at least for this next little while, and that you really, the condition was you really had to follow what he said. Right. Did you have any leeway in that? I mean, could you have pushed back at all, or would that have killed the deal? Um, I think that he's not the type of guy you want to push back with, mm-hmm. personally. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it was fine, and we knew, we knew going in, the little bit of difference that uh, about our company compared to a lot of the shows that are on was we were not hurting like money right. wise. We, we were making mm-hmm. money. We're, we were on track to do a little bit over 3.5 million this year. Um, we did it because I felt like we could be a $20 million company. And I think that sometimes it's about knowing the right people. And I knew that I needed a little bit more direction and, and bringing in and reining in. I was not, uh, you know, upset about that. When you're an entrepreneur and you're starting out, sometimes and I said this on the show, but they didn't um, air it. Is some sometimes you throw stuff up against the wall and see if it sticks, and that's just what you do as an entrepreneur. And I'm not saying it's the best idea, but you're just fighting to be successful. And um, that was the one thing that I wish that they had aired, because I think that all entrepreneurs do that sometimes. Now, should I have ordered thirty thousand anti-aging <laughs> bottles? Probably not. And I, you know, and that, but that's a learning thing. And I know I take all of those things as a as a learning um, experience because you learn from your mistakes. So I also said in, in, in the episode that they didn't see is I'm like, you know, I learned from everything that's happened to me. Right. You know? Yeah, absolutely. You know, a lot of, a lot of entrepreneurs do learn that way uh, and they, they go where their customers tell them to go mm-hmm. and, and they take that feedback and, Sometimes your customers can offer good suggestions and sometimes they don't. But as you say, a lot of times we follow those kinds of things to see what's going to stick, especially in the early days. But as you said, you were you were in a place where you're making money. You wanted to grow to even bigger revenue numbers and create a, an even more solid future for the company. So that's why you contacted the profit. What is it like behind the scenes to be on the profit? How long did the filming take? Um, what, what are some of the other things you, you mentioned a lot of stuff that obviously did not make it mm-hmm. to the final show. So, so what are some of the things that you found interesting, I guess, about the whole experience? Well, I, I literally started talking to my producers back. I, and the reason I remember, cause it was the day after the, um, uh, game four that we locked in the world series and he called me at like six o'clock in the morning. And so we had been to, we had been to that game and I'm just like, hello. And, um, so literally since last October, we had started talking to them. And then at that time we were kind of in a different place than we are in our business even right now. I mean, we we're rocking and rolling. Whereas, um, about that time, that we had a whole bunch of stuff tied up. I don't know if you guys ever talked about the stuff that was tied up in the ports out in California, but literally it was costing us hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I don't think that's they, when the, that's when the protesters, had when the protesters support, were yeah. striking. And so we had, we had an order that literally was a $250,000 order that was tied up out there. If we couldn't deliver it, we were going to lose the entire deal. So oh. it was just, I mean, there was a, an amount of stress as a small business owner. It's like, I don't know where my business is going to be 
from one day to the next. So by the time they started airing, though, all of that was done. We were rocking and rolling. We knew where we were going to be. But it was just really funny when I originally reached out to them. um, We were in not hurting because we had the opportunity to do a whole lot. But those strikes out there in California had put us in a really um, hard place. Mm-hmm. And so then by the time they started airing was in um, April. And they just so you know, they taped 70 hours for the 44 minutes that airs. 70 hours? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. A lot of, um, lot of taping. There was a lot of stuff cut. And so you don't, and, and until I saw it last night, I did not know how it would air. Yeah. And, and you were in various locations. He was here in Kansas City uh, on the plaza and in various other places. And then you were in your... Um, warehouse office mm-hmm. a warehouse mm-hmm. obviously and of course then you were in new york too mm-hmm. which leads me to a, another really fun thing that came out of this was not only did he have ideas about what your product line should be mm-hmm. and about the packaging uh, and we haven't even gotten to the manufacturing part yet which i want to come back to but he had some really great contacts that you've been able to leverage you know what? And that that's really the whole part and the experience of doing the show. I actually flew up to Rejuvenal for three days after after the show finished taping just a couple of weeks ago and got to hang out with those guys and formulated with Julio. And, and actually, um, it was like planes, trains, and automobiles because my um, my car or my flight was canceled. So I jumped, jumped in a car with three strangers and drove five hours to, to Long Island. And then the luggage didn't show up. So I stayed with Bart, believe it or not. And so I got to be very close with Bart. And they're such great people and they really, really want to see the success of the company. And so we're working together very closely at this point now to really make sure that Pure Lano, which is the the line that Marcus is is really having us work on, really takes it to the next level. Mm-hmm. So the rejuvenol that you're talking about, mm-hmm. that is the new manufacturing uh, yes. solution, right? Okay. Right. Can, mm-hmm. And you had, this surprised the heck out of me, you had, it showed on the show, of uh, uh, an employee mm-hmm. who was actually filling all of your tubes by hand, mm-hmm. all of those. I mean, that that just amazed me. And so now uh, with Rejuvenol, you're able to use machines and really amp up the number of a product, the amount of product that you can produce. I mean, just so you know, and it was really funny, um, my social media girl that takes care, I still hand mix all of the lip gloss that we sell. I still do 100% of it. And only because, like, the formulas, to me, are very special. I want to make sure that the colors are right. So it will be hard to let go of that. We've tried to let go of it a couple of times. And people, it's a unique formula. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I Marcus says, Miranda, it, it's not brain surgery. I go, well, two other people have messed it up. So maybe it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, But I do believe that Bart and them will be able to do it. It's just hard letting go of that baby. And we also have 12, we have 12,000 square feet of, of warehousing space right now that we're trying to figure out how to um, facilitate and get out, you know, all of the product. Where are we supposed to put all that stuff? Right. And the thing is, though, you are moving into some, that's the other thing that's revealed. You're moving into a new location, aren't you? Yep. It's really beautiful space. Um, I'm not allowed to know anything about it. Lane is redoing the entire space. So it will be, I think they're going to do like a big reveal um, in the next 
like the next season. But right now, I I, I don't even know what to tell you because they won't tell me anything. <laughs> <laughs> it, where can you tell me? Yeah, I can tell you where it's at. I can tell you where it's located. In the I get to look at the library. It's on 10th Street. It's in the Board oh. of Trade building. One of oh, the things that I fun. also love is there's a think tank right across the um, hall from me. And I haven't really said this out loud, but I am so excited about being across the way from, like, young entrepreneurs because any kind of um, advice or help that I can give because I just – that's – honestly, in the end, I really want to help young entrepreneurs because there's so many people that don't do it. Like, nobody ever reached out to me when I was young and said, hey, let me take you under my wing and say – here, this is how you can do this, or this is how you do that, because you learn so much over the years. So I'm super excited about being across from that think tank. Yeah, it sounds like, from what I saw on the show, the space is going to be really cool. Beautiful. And the plus of having that think tank, uh, you're going to be in heaven, Miranda. And you'll keep your warehouse, though, right? Um, no, I mean, not according no. to Marcus. I'm not according to Marcus. Now, I'm trying to separate that out, we're trying to figure that all out. But um, according to Marcus, he wants us to put it into a 3PL company um, and then have them do all of our, you know, shipping and um, storage and all of that. So we're still trying to figure that out a little bit. It's not going to be something that we can do overnight by any means because we've got 12,000 square feet of warehouse. But it's something that we're we're visiting different 3PL companies. We're looking at pricing. We're trying to figure all that out. Our biggest thing is uh, the pick and pack. Like if somebody orders one lip gloss or one lip balm, right now financially to outsource it is a lot of money. So we're just trying to figure out how that all fits into our, mm-hmm. you know, money model. <laughs> exactly. We're going to, we're gonna, hold a thought. We're going to take a break. When we get back, I want to talk with you about the new brand, Pure Lano. And what you're going to do with all of the other products that don't fit in under that. You're listening to Smart Companies Radio on Blog Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Breakfast. A time to bring your family together over thick-cut, slow-smoked farmland bacon. It's savory, delicious farmland breakfast sausage. Every strip, every patty and link brings the sizzle. Breakfast is served. Come and get it. Farmland. Passion for pork since 1959. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sarah. I'm Ellen. One night, I was at a bar. One night, I was at a bar. I had one too many drinks. I had one too many drinks. I got behind the wheel. I got a cab. A squirrel ran across the road. A squirrel ran across the road. I swerved. The cab swerved. I hit a guy. The cabbie just missed a guy. I wish I took a cab. Thank goodness I took a cab. You have the choice to save a life. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the Department of Transportation and the Ad Council. Interested in growing your business? 
Thinking Bigger Business Media has the resources you need to grow your company to the next level, whether it's an aspiring business, a startup, established, or mature. Thinking Bigger provides the how-to strategies, critical connections, and key information to make your business more productive and more profitable. Check them out at IThinkBigger.com and find out what successful Kansas City business owners already know. Thinking Bigger Business Media is the resource for growing businesses. Visit them today at IThinkBigger.com. Good morning. Welcome back to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. We've been visiting here this morning with Miranda Coggins, the founder of the Lano Company. They just had an episode of The Profit aired that featured the Lano Company. And what I want to talk with you about now is the new branding that has come out of this. Is your company name actually officially changing from the Lano Company to Pure Lano? Is, is the entire company changing, or is that a new brand line? No, I we, wasn't clear on that. We've always been the Lano Company, and I think we will stay the Lano Company, and then you'll just have a, you know, you have the brand Pure Lano, and then we still have Pure Cosmetics, which, um, I mean, we're that's what we were going to do $3.5 million with this year. So I, I don't think that that's going to go away overnight, but our focus will now become on Pure Lano, which is the hub-and-spoke model that Marcus talked about. Yes. All right. So you're still going to carry the um, the brushes and some of the other things that we're actually making, at least for the time being, you're still going to be carrying those products. Yeah. I mean, we already had a million dollars worth of inventory pre-sold that was coming into um, the U.S. for the holiday season. So they're, they're arriving now. We actually leave for Cosmo Prof, which is our biggest show of the year tomorrow, which is in Vegas. We stay a week in Vegas. We're launching nine new products underneath the, the Pure Cosmetic brand. So this has been a crazy time to to really be able to pull all of this out and, and come out with the new products. But it all makes sense. I mean, we, we were a little bit all over the place you know, obviously with glam and everything else. And he took 10 years worth of, of stuff and, and laid it out on the table. So there is, there was some brand inconsistency and that's really why I called him. He's a very smart business guy. He knew what he was doing while saying like, rein it all in my whole life. All I ever wanted to do was, was help people with chap lips was my whole goal. Mm -hmm. So, but we kind of, my story had got lost in, in the mix of, of trying to make money and there's nothing wrong with that. But like my husband got, got laid off in, and um, let's see, just, you know, when the uh, mortgage bubble bust. Right, the during the recession. Yeah, during the recession about five or six years ago. And so then I was left with trying to make sure that we could support our household. And you kind of lose your focus. And n- nothing bad, but we, we kind of lost our focus. And that's where Marcus came in and said, hey, you you need to regain control of your brand and really, re, you know, uh, really get more pinpointed on Mm-hmm. what your company is about and which yeah. is what I wanted to do to begin with. Right. I, I love the new packaging too. Oh, thank for you. That, for that brand. It's, it's sophisticated. It's, it's uh, contemporary and, and it's uncluttered. I really like that. Um, and you also, we talked about the harnessing the relationships that uh, Marcus has in addition to the manufacturing relationship, he had some 
uh, retail, some distribution outlets that are just phenomenal that some people, you know, most people actually would just drool over being able to have access to. Would you talk about that? Um, yeah. So we had a meeting both with Birchbox and QVC. They really loved it. We're still in discussions with um, them about how we really fit into their model and what kind of products we want to put on air or in the box. So we're still trying to work through that particular piece, but they're, they're great. Katya, who's the CEO of Birchbox, is, um, was phenomenal. I tell everybody she's my new BFF. <laughs> but she, um, she's she been really great, and she really supports young entrepreneurs, and it, it means a lot to her company because she started from the ground up too. So it's great to be able to to know that entrepreneurs are supporting each other. So that was pretty exciting too. So we're still trying to work through all of those, you know, all of those things personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the show left us with the, or at least left me or the viewers with the impression that QVC and Birchbox were going to happen. So is is it a done deal and you're just working through the details or is it still up in the air as to whether or not there will be a relationship there? There's absolutely a relationship with both of those people. We're just trying okay. to figure out financially how, how it works well. Because we're, I mean, still, we're still in the money, you know, in the business to make money. So we want to make sure that the relationships work. But we definitely want um, in the future to to deal, you know, to do stuff with both of those people. Right now, we're kind of targeted to go into Birchbox about um, November, December. We're just trying to figure out because most of their pieces that go in are not full size pieces because our cost of goods, like that you saw on the on the show, is two dollars a piece. So to mm-hmm. put that in a hundred thousand birch boxes is 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 a large investment. So we're just yeah. trying to make sure that we, I mean, we're just looking at everything right now. Right. But look at how many hands are going to get that. I know. It's pretty exciting. They they have to reorder at some point when they fall in love with it, you know. Well, which we we know that they will only because we've had some success. (laughs) Now, and just so that I'll kind of give you guys a sneak preview that they didn't talk about. We're redoing the lip gloss to be very customized with very beautiful high-end packaging. For me, I'm an artist, and that's really why I... Um, have created all of the colors, but we redid the packaging of the lip gloss to to encompass that frosted look that you saw on QVC, and it's engraved with our brand new logo on it, and it has a little bit softer light, like Marcus was talking about, like the light was a little bit too bright. It seriously looks like a piece of art that you're going to carry around in your purse. Super excited, and and well, it I, should be out about November or December. I already loved your lip gloss to begin with, and when he started, uh, <laughs> I, at first I was I thought he was going to tell you to. Uh, take that out of your line because he was he was telling uh, the audience that it was something you could find your keys with. <laughs> and I, I yeah, and then I think he heard from everybody it was too awesome to do that, you know. Right. But men, right. you know, it's, men don't wear makeup; they don't know how awesome makeup brushes yeah. are, right? Exactly. <laughs> well, I was sitting there telling my husband, I said, "She better not get rid of that, I know. that lip gloss. I love that lip gloss." Yeah. So anyway, it, it prevailed, and I'm glad to hear that. If you had to leave our audience of entrepreneurs today with one piece of advice that you learned from being on that show that maybe they could implement as entrepreneurs, what would that be? Well, you know, one thing that Marcus was very smart on is making sure that your brand is consistent, making sure that if somebody, and and he was right when he came in, he says, you don't really have anything, even though we were making money, he goes, you don't have anything that's consistent that people can go up and look at a shelf and it be all consistent. And so I would say if you, you know, are building a brand or building your company, make sure that the marketing is consistent. 
And it's hard because as young entrepreneurs, you're not really sure where to go and you don't know what to do. And sometimes you're doing it all by yourself. And so that would be the one thing that he is absolutely 100% on is, is bring it all in and making sure that it all stays consistent. So if somebody walks into a store, they know that that's your brand. Yes, absolutely. Great advice. And please, please keep us in the loop about where all of this goes. I mean, uh, we've we've been, as you said earlier, before we even uh, started, we've, we've been through so much together in many respects. You've been on our cover. You're a 25 under 25 alumni. And we really feel like we're we're vested in in your success, too, and, and want to see more of it. So please keep us in the loop, and best of luck with everything. Thank you so much, Kelly, for all your support. You guys have been phenomenal, and I appreciate the piece just a couple years ago. We share it with everybody. So well, thank it, you. It's, it, 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 thank you for taking it to the show. I forgot to say that. You know, it was it, when the show first opened, uh, that episode, uh, the cover was very prominently featured. So thank you for taking that along, uh, because we got a little bit of publicity out of it, Good. too. But uh, we love we love to see entrepreneurs succeed, and, and we know that you've just got even brighter days in your future. If anybody would like to find out more about your products or would like to get in touch with you, how would they do that, Miranda? PureLano.com. PureLano.com. And it's all one word. PureLano, uh-huh. Thank you very much. Thanks, Kelly. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit our website at IThinkBigger.com. Follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media, and on Twitter at IThinkBigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.